eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to the NASCAR NBC Podcast presented by STP. I'm your host, Nate Ryan, today at the Texas Motor Speedway Media Center, where I am here with Bubba Wallace. Bubba, thanks for being here. I know this was a big weekend for you news-wise. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Exciting weekend, announcing a new sponsor, a new partner into the support of NASCAR. So excited to uh, have them on board. You mentioned that. That is... Click and Close. Click yes. and Close, which mortgage company, New NASCAR? Uh, by Mid Mortgage America, yes. Um, they are brand new into the motorsports scene, so they're... Uh, they, said so they went through all the trials and tribulations of what team to go with, what driver, and they they said the perfect combo was Richard and I. So very thankful for that choice and to keep us going and moving on on the racetrack. And um, you can you know get your loan within eight minutes for a house. I was like, that's pretty impressive. I went through the whole house buying process, and that took forever. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of paperwork. Yes, 45 lots. minutes worth usually. Yes, it cuts hour. out, yeah. I think, 80% of the paperwork, so pretty, pretty cool. Very nice. Does it make it seem more real? I mean, obviously, you had the announcement last week that you're in the, the ride, mm-hmm. but the, the fact that you're, you guys are signing sponsors has got to make it seem yeah. good. Yeah, no, I think um, you know it was pretty cool, although I don't know where we're going to end up next year. I know that's a big question, but unveiling the car was actually the first time I had my name on a cup car, so that was pretty neat. So I was really? Like, oh, this is really neat, yeah. So even when you were in the 43 earlier this year, we still Eric's name? Eric's on there and all okay. that, and you know it wasn't my ride, and so now it's like, damn, I'll be driving this at – you know, Daytona 500. Like you said, we're all wondering how it's going to break down sponsorship-wise. I know that we've also got a little bit of news to tell people. STP is mm-hmm. going to be on the car as well yes. next year. Yeah, excited to uh, have them back as well. They, uh, you know, they've been with Richard Petty since 1972, so that's a uh, it's a long time, and it's a, such a special, unique bond that they have. So, uh, you know, we're doing the uh, the race at Martinsville, the STP 500, of course, and the second race is you know still you know to be determined, but. Uh, years past, it's always been the throwback race at Darlington. So uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, very thankful to have them on the car as well. That one of them is Martinsville. I would think that is very good for you. Yes. <laughs> Considering I, uh, your track record there. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that place. Um, you know, watching this past weekend, uh, a lot of action went down. And, you know, just getting back out there and, and knowing, like, man, I'll be there next year, all 500 laps. And I'm ready to do this, see if I can do it at the cup level because, you know, we had a ton of success in the truck. So see how it is. We were just talking about this before we got started here, Bubba, but I'm sure there's like this differing level of like on one hand you're excited about this a dream becoming reality but on the other hand the anxiety of i mean you haven't been in a car since chicago mm-hmm. i think it's chicago mm-hmm. will there be any real world testing before february or i don't know i don't know the testing format you know i'm new to the cup scene now so i'm, I'm just now getting started with it all so hopefully there's a test maybe in december january or something i'm pretty sure there is but uh and i'm trying to get one more one more race in at homestead maybe in the truck 
Uh, we're still working on details of that. It could be, you know, at home, but who knows? Trust me, it's it's creeping away at me. You know, I'm I'm ready to get back in the car. Anything you can do when you're not in the car? I know people talk simulations a lot now. Do you can you do any of that or? No, I'm I'm not on the simulator since I'm not really with a team. Um, right. So it's kind of tough to to say, hey, can I jump on the sim? They're like, eh. hey, so it raises you know an eyebrow. Because it's all manufacturer-based. It is. And it is. Yeah. So I can do yeah. iRacing at home. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a perfect substitute not, for the real thing. Not really. No. <laughs> okay. The king, I've noticed, Bubba, has mentioned more than once in the last couple of weeks. Obviously, he's a big fan of yours. Mm-hmm. But I was struck by the fact that he kept mentioning that when you got in the 43 for the first time back in June, he stressed the fact that he didn't want you to wreck any cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yet you went out and produced some really impressive results and just hopping into a, a car you didn't know, a team you didn't know. What was that like to balance that sense of like, hey, don't wreck this thing, but this is your shot and yeah. you got to put up good numbers, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, going into that, I knew I knew my place. I knew, like we talked about earlier, it wasn't my ride. It wasn't for me to go out there and, and, and try to win my first race. I learned a lot from my, you know, years past uh, debuts of truck and Xfinity. We've had one good debut year, and that was Canaan when we won the first race right out of the bat. Ever since then, I've been trying to do the same thing, and we'd wreck out. Granted, it being at Daytona, I mean, good luck, you know, finishing there. But um, those those races that we had in the 43 car were, were truly special and something I'll never forget, just from the learning side of it. And, you know, those great finishes that we kept progressing each and every time we got in the car. So it would have been interesting to see how it would have ended up at, at uh, Loudon for one more race because I love that place too. Mm-hmm. Last time I was there, I finished, well, take away the Xfinity side, but we finished second in the truck. So always love running there in an Xfinity car too. So, um, but, you know, now I can just wait two or three more months before I can actually get in it full time. When did you realize this could be a possibility? I mean, was it right after your last race in the number 43? Did they come to you and say, hey, this went really, really well, and we want to start talking about the future? Yeah, it, it pretty much was, you know, maybe a couple of weeks after, uh, what was it, Kentucky. Uh, they were, you know, talking about, hey, we really like to, you know, have you in the 44 car possibly. You know, we're still trying to figure out, you know, what's going on with the 43. But uh, the 44 is open for sure. Um, so they're working on that. And then, obviously, you know, with the news that come out a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, we switched over to just the 43 cars. So we've been in the talks for a couple months now. Um, you know, yes, no, yes, no. Okay, we're good. Okay, we're not. So it was always back and forth, really ups and downs for sure. But uh, it was good to finally seal the deal. Was this pretty much your lone avenue for staying in a, in a NASCAR ride, do you feel like, for next year? I mean, if, if this didn't work out, were there other backup plans? That you there was uh, other teams that were, you know, calling us up, but nothing that would, you know, get you too excited over it. Uh, you know, just from seeing, you know, being realistic about it, but uh, who knows? I, I wouldn't have mind jumping, you know, or staying in the Xfinity Series for another year or getting into a competitive truck ride, you know, just to be driving something would have been fine with me. The king certainly has his way about doing things and just being the king. And mm-hmm. I noticed during the, the news conference yesterday, they announced the click and close deal that <laughs> you were smiling and like we all do, kind of like laughing at some of those king moments. Yes. Like, like he walks in yesterday and he doesn't have a mic. It's like mm-hmm. clipped to his shirt, and he doesn't really realize it. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, oh, I'm the king. Or, yeah. You know, somebody asks him, Pockers, whoever asks him about the manufacturer for next year, and he gives this really short, I'll let you know when I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's it been like for you getting to know him and getting to know that side of him? I mean, what you see at the racetrack is what you see away from the racetrack. And I think that's really special because that's how I kind of carry myself. I try to carry myself at least. I enjoy the hell out of it, you know, being around of him because you're always going to laugh. No matter what, he's going to say something, he's going to do something. It's just always a great time, and uh, I'm really looking forward to, you know, next year being around him.
What's maybe one thing he said or done that has made you laugh the most so far? Probably the mic deal yesterday. <laughs> the guy comes and put a mic on him, and he's like, okay, I got a mic. And he's like, wait a second, where's my mic at? It's, it's on you. So pretty funny. What's it been like just to be on call here for sponsorship? Because I would think, like you said, they're, they're filling out next year, and you have to just sort of be there, drop of a hat, moment's notice. Hey, we need you to come. We're getting closer to this. Can you come and help seal this deal? What's that been like? Yeah, it's been, you know, that's part of it. Uh, I've been doing that for a while now and, you know, flying out here to Texas and, and not to drive anything is is tough. But at the same time, you know, our job is we have a job outside of the race car and that's to represent our sponsors and our brands, you know, the best that we can. So flying out here and, and getting to see the Click and Close guys again, um, that was pretty cool. And announcing our partnership yesterday, you know, it's all part of it. I mean, it goes, you know, in full circle. I mean, we're on the racetrack because of them. So we come here and, and hang out and, and tell the whole sport about our new partnership and our new brand. We just make the most of it while we're here. You mentioned they talked to everybody. And they decided that Richard and you were the combination that they wanted to go with. What do you think sold them? I and mean, obviously there's the King, but mm-hmm. what about the Bubba Wallace brand? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I try to be different each and every way. You know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, represent the best way I can myself, the best way I can. And, you know, there's not much more of a better combo than the King and a young African-American driver coming up through the ranks. So tying all that stuff together is a huge historical impact on the sport and just on life itself to see, you know, older generation paired up with a young generation of a different demographic. You know, how's this all going to work out? We're going to, you know, sit back and enjoy the ride. Okay, let's pause the podcast here to tell you about a product from our presenting sponsor, STP, and that is the Ultra 5-in-1 Plus Fuel System Cleaner and Fuel Stabilizer. For more than 60 years, STP has been on the cutting edge developing products such as this to help engines perform at their best. In this newest product, the STP Ultra 5-in-1 Plus Fuel System Cleaner and Fuel Stabilizer delivers three times the amount of cleaning agents versus premium gasoline. That helps keep fuel fresh during storage, especially in engines that are stored over an extended period of time. I have used products such as these for years in my personal cars. They're very easy to use. You just put the contents in the gas tank and they improve fuel efficiency and also keep your engines running smoothly. The STP Ultra 5-in-1 Plus Fuel System Cleaner and Fuel Stabilizer is compatible with all two- and four-stroke engines, including lawnmowers, boats, and motorcycles. And one bottle contains three times by weight the amount of cleaning agents compared to 20 gallons of the leading premium gasoline. So be sure to check out the STP Ultra 5-in-1 Plus Fuel System Cleaner and Fuel Stabilizer. And now let's return to our conversation with Bubba Wallace. But and as much as like obviously there there is a historical quality to this and you being the first African American driver in quite a while racing full time in Cup, what I've always appreciated about you, Bubba, is that you don't want to put the focus on race. Mm-hmm. That it's about as you just said, it's about being you and who you are. Yep. So what is it about the Bubba Wallace persona that you think people should like? I don't know. I think you know what you see and what you hear right now on this podcast is what you see when the cameras are off and I'm at my house. Um, I try to say every, hey to everybody, and and if I don't know you, sorry, I just don't know you. <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not the total outgoing person to say, hey man, how's it going? But you know, I still like to cut up and have fun. Um, you know, no matter if if I was racing this weekend, uh, it's not like I get a serious face on. You know, I, I know how to be serious at the times, um, but you know what you see is what you get. Just a big bundle of fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who can resist a big bundle of fun? Exactly. I mean, my name is Bubba. i got to represent that right way. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever asked you this. or I'm sure you've been asked it, but where did Bubba come from? Uh, come from my sister the day I was born. So uh, 
no idea why, how, but it just stuck ever since. You liked it. I like obviously it. Obviously, keep Absolutely. around. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of talk about about how NASCAR can get youth involved mm-hmm. and bring back a younger demographic, bring back millennials. Ryan's podcast, which we were talking about before, Ryan Blaney's podcast is something you've been a part of. Mm-hmm. Chase Elliott, of course, has a lot of social media channels, as do you. Not that there's any sort of grand strategy here, but Mm -hmm. is there a sense among you guys? I mean, you guys are all friends, you're all buddies. Is there a sense about like, hey, there's something bigger than us that we're trying to make it in the sport and be race car drivers, but we're also trying to like carry the banner for NASCAR. You guys ever talk about that? Or is there something bigger about like what you're trying to do in terms of bringing people into it? No, we never talked about it. You know, Ryan and I, he was like, man, I'm going to start up a podcast. You know, I'm going to keep it couple minutes of racing but just random off the wall stuff and his has taken off really well i think he just reached a one million right listeners million so that yeah. was uh that was pretty cool so congrats to him but you know we just kind of do our own thing and it's you know we're all different in our own little ways um any way we can you know get the word out there and, and get our names out there any way we can we want to do that we want to promote ourselves, and that's what it's about these days you got to really self-promote uh to make it a long way in the sport that come natural to you to do the self-promotion or is that something you sort of have to work at? Uh, I've learned it over the years. You know, I didn't, you know, do a lot of the stuff I do now, but now it's like, okay, this is pretty important. So let's just keep it up. Are you trying to appeal to people your age or is there a pitch, do you think, for <laughs> older guard fans to like you guys? Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, all the older fans, a lot of their drivers are retiring. And so now it's like a new face. So it's all us kind of like fighting over, like, hey, pick me, pick me. But there's a, a, a new young face coming up through NASCAR. So at the same time, we have to focus on bringing up the new face, new young face fan base coming up through. So we're, we're still working on that. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of key factors that go into that of, of how to attack a, a different demographic. But it's not going to change overnight. When, and I think the whole sport of NASCAR knows it. And so we're just going to keep continuing to plug away at it. You like doing Ryan's podcast. Mm-hmm. So any plans next year in becoming a full-time cup driver about maybe doing some more of that kind of stuff on your own? I'm, I may. I, I mean, it's it's a popular outlet. Um, and hell, Junior's got sponsors for his for his <laughs> podcast. So it's like, right. man, I might need to get into that. <laughs> if you can have fun, be yourself, and make money at the same time. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> the Domino's campaign. Mm-hmm. Are you just a fan of pizza? I love pizza. Who doesn't love pizza, right? Um, we uh, it was just a kind of got a little itch on our head, and my neighbor actually came up with the idea: let's go play golf. I'll wear a pizza costume, and we'll just create a video out of it. And you know, we put it together, and it was one of those was like, ah, this has actually turned out really good. Let's see how it gets taken off. Mm-hmm. And it took off really well. And Domino's actually replied back. So we've actually been in talks with with Domino's, trying to figure out what's our next you know next move and what their game plan is. So we're all figuring out some stuff for 2018. So it started from just something you did with a friend, and now it's kind of grown into this. Like you did the tweet, I think, on Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at this guy in his costume. And it was it's Domino's actually, delivery yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just fun little stuff like that. Yeah. So we'll see. You think it could grow into something? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm being optimistic about it. Fingers crossed. So I know you're also into golf. You play pretty regularly, or I try to. I play. Uh, I've gotten worse and worse now. My best round is 85, so I'm pretty pumped about that. But ever since then, I have just fallen off the face of the earth, um, shooting high 90s again, and it's like, man, what in the world am I doing? So uh, I need to take some lessons here. Well, you recently got tweeted by somebody who knows a little bit about it, Bubba Watson, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. So thanks for the shout out there. Uh, I might need to just call him up and get some lessons from him. There you go, right? (laughs) (laughs) Do you see you can use being a full-time cup driver as a way to get more athletes and more artists like him? I know, and again, 
apologies because I'm 44 years old, so I, I don't know what's hip with the right. kids these days. <laughs> but I look on your timeline and I see people from various bands. death metal bands. Yes. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. Have there been some others that I've probably overlooked here? Um, uh, and mostly yeah. just been death metal bands for sure. <laughs> so all of those guys are, are awesome to be around and yeah. uh, they're huge fans of the sport. So you feel like you can kind of use your position yeah, full-time sure. cup driver to get guys like that or Bubba Watson or For sure. Like hey, man, free hot pass for a free concert ticket. Sounds yeah. good. Works every time. <laughs> Why the attraction to death metal? I don't know. It's something I picked up on back in middle school, and it's really because of the drumming that I do. It's it's fun to try to recreate that and add your own little twist to it. And those guys are insane. They've been practicing for as long as I've been racing. And so uh, some of that stuff I get frustrated because I can't do it, but then I sit back and I'm like, oh, these guys are doing this for a living so uh, i think it's fun just to listen to that stuff and and uh enjoy it all are you a self-taught drummer yes okay self-taught drummer i was in high school or middle school band seventh and eighth grade wasn't really much to it but then had a drum set ever since could you hold the backbeat for a death metal band of your choosing are you that good that you can keep up with like somebody who's musically accomplished no, now or no i can't i'm okay. still struggling on that forefront okay <laughs> <laughs> so you'll just limit it to like snaps with you and blaney yes yes how did your Ryan Blaney costume go over on Halloween? Holy cow, that thing took off. <laughs> I just did the normal Snapchat face swap, and it actually swapped really well. But it was like, I didn't expect it to take off like it did. People were calling me like, man, how did you do that? Is that makeup? I'm like, no, it's just a feature on Snapchat. <laughs> so, pretty funny. Okay, so what you tweeted was just a face swap. Yes. And were you wearing a uh, hat? Or yeah, I, was, I have a, okay. uh, his buddy right. Carson. Our buddy Carson left his hat over there. Uh, the motorcraft hat, so I, I, I wear it all the time now. <laughs> Do you and Blaney like just kind of like live to torment each other in in some ways and have fun with each other? Yes, that way? absolutely. <laughs> That's kind of your friendship. We piss is each other off all the time for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I heard that story, I think it was on the podcast where you were talking about how you were in his motorhome once and yeah. got tossed out. I can't for, remember what. I threw his clothes everywhere, but then I cleaned up his bus actually. And his bus driver came back and he was like, "I don't know what you did. Bus looks all right, but you got to get out." I'm like, all right, whatever. That's just real. Yeah. That's just the way you and Blaney roll. Exactly. How long have you guys known each other? Ooh, since we were like 10. So going on, what, 14 years now? And Chase, about as long? Uh, about the same. Um, I remember he had the ugliest legend car out there. He had a <laughs> green car with green wheels. Um, we, I didn't know him that, that well, but I, we obviously met up in the Canaan days. Is it surreal at all that like next year the three of you guys are going to be racing each other? Yeah, after knowing each other? It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of us that grew up racing together. Um, you know, Ty and Austin, Corey LaJoy. Uh, we all started racing in Bandoleros and Legend Cars, so we're uh, we're all in the big leagues now. And you're in the most famous ride of them all. Yeah, pretty special. What's the thing you were most concerned about as you look forward to 2018? You know, beyond locking down sponsorship, only when you look at 2018 and getting into the 43 cars, there's one thing. There's something that you need to know is buttoned up before you start next season. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is figure out what manufacturer we're going to go. And, and, and right now, I think, you know, something's a little bit better than where we're at right now. So we're trying to uh, continue to move the needle on that forefront to see where we're going to end up. But I'm excited for the future. You know, RPM really wants to step up their their game and, and, and be more competitive than what they are. So I think it's I think it's going to be fun. It'll be fun to watch for sure. All right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you sitting with me. Good luck with 2018. Appreciate it, Nate. We appreciate Bubba Wallace for joining us for this bonus episode of the NASCAR NBC podcast presented by STP. 
Thanks as well to Jeff Dennison for recording the logistics of this conversation, which, as you heard, took place at Texas Motor Speedway last week. This will be the first of what I'm hoping is multiple episodes of the NASCAR NBC podcast presented by STP this week. So stay tuned. More to come previewing the championship race at Homestead Miami Speedway this Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the NASCAR NBC podcast presented by STP. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.